Hello and welcome back to the Serve to Perform podcast. I am your host, Delaney Osborne, and we are joined today by a very special guest, Jose Socorro. Thank you so much for joining us, Jose. Pleasure, and thank you for having me. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about Latinx and A today. We're going to talk about the impact in this area and then just kind of what Jose does with Latinx and A. So to start, tell, tell us a little bit about you, what you do with Latinx and A. Um, and I know you're a SEAL team lead, correct? Yes. Okay. All the above. So, so thank you. Yes, I'm from New Jersey. I am Puerto Rican Dominican, well, American Puerto Rican Dominican in that order. And I am married to an Arkansas girl, which is why I'm in Arkansas too as well. Not a bad thing, a good thing. Uh, you learn to follow the, the good stuff. And I can tell you that I miss New Jersey a little bit, but I love Arkansas. Great, great to raise a family, great for work. And I love that you don't have to pay a lot of taxes. So thank you, State of Arkansas, for that. <laughs> I currently work in Central States Manufacturing as a transportation supervisor. In this role, it's like one of the first leadership roles that I've had early in my professional career where I will be working and managing drivers and making sure I take care of everything from the maintenance and upkeep of their trucks, making sure I get them situated and they're dropping loads off at the respective customers. So it's just a never-ending process of serving and giving back and serving to perform. When it comes to Latinx and A, I've had the opportunity to volunteer. I think for me, the, the, the turn on was the empowerment forum. I mean, the speakers that were there were unbelievable. I only knew Dr. Adam. And then by the end of the day, I knew five plus people. It was pretty phenomenal. And at that time, I only known Carol through LinkedIn. And then I met her in person and we connected very well. So most people I meet, I meet them on LinkedIn, not normally how things are done. But in, in my world of networking and meeting people, that's just how it goes. And if I get to meet that person, that's a bonus. So 10 points for me for getting to meet Carol. But pretty much I've been involved through sharing content, supporting leaders like Raymond Arroyos, Vince Chapa, Dr. Belluribe, just those individuals. They're very active and involved just sharing their stuff. And through that, Carol found an opportunity for me to get plugged in with uh, Surf to Report through Latinx and A. Super cool. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your role as a SEAL team lead. Um, tell us what SEAL means um, and just kind of explain what you've done with Latinx Day as a SEAL team lead. So I can tell you that the experience that I had with that opportunity was unbelievable. I remember uh, talking to Mallory about it and Carol, how here I am, entry-level associate at the time at J.B. Hunt, and I'm working with some very renowned professionals, individuals that are rock stars in their workplace, leaders, decision makers. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just a young guy here trying to manage leaders and all. So what I did was I pretty much just communicated, just talked, say, what can I do? What, 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 is, what would you like to contribute at? And we pretty much took it from there. At the same time, I do remember it was very new, the empowerment forums or, or those quarterly events. So everything was new. But for the most part, I will give big kudos and thanks to Carol Malley because they basically got most of it done. And, and because it was Brent Biggs, I was like, all right, Walmart CFO, pretty big time. All I need to do is just how can I serve and support? Because from my experience of working events of this caliber, you pretty much know that those behind the scenes organizing and they're on the payroll full-time those are the ones that are going to get a lot done and they probably sought out every possible mistake and executed it so that the mistakes would happen 
So all I had to do was like just be a shadow where I'm here, but I'm not here at the same time. And so it worked out pretty well. I got to meet some great people like uh, Tree Velasquez with Heinz and then um, Dr. Jen with uh, NWAC and then Eric from JB Hunt. It was good to work with him. We've, we worked together one time together, so it was good to reconnect with him. But the experience there was how can we serve and support, serve to perform, to execute this. And so a lot of times, I, well, there are times, I should say, I can be pretty headstrong as someone that likes to lead and take on the leadership role. But I also learned in the years, you got to assess the situation or assess what's going on to figure out where will I best fit or where can I best contribute. And so all the hardships or the lessons learned the bad way in the past <laughs> helped me to approach this event as a, how can I help you? I'm, you know, if I need to get the coffee, I'll get the coffee. If I need to wipe the floors, I'll do that. Set up the tables. I will do that as well because nothing is more humiliating and embarrassing than overstepping your bounds just because you have that title. But, uh, you know, unfortunately with COVID, as, as it has done with many things, it changed the way we approached it. So tell us a little bit about more about how you got started with Latinx and A, how you maybe met Carol or Mallory, or how you kind of got thrown into it. Um, and then tell us just more of what you've done. Perfect. So how I got thrown into it. Well, it's never really how I got thrown into it. It's how did I approach certain individuals and got myself involved into it. So I met Dr. Adam while I was at J.B. Hunt. And then I said, let's meet for lunch. And so we met for lunch. We started talking and we started conversations. We stayed in touch. And then he introduced me to Carol. So Carol and I started meeting and talking. And then I went to the empowerment forum. But, but before the empowerment forum, that's how I pretty much got to know about Latinx Day, because I think at the time it was mainly to serve to perform, and I think Latinx Day was in the works. So I just connected with the right people, was intentional about me getting to know both Carol and Dr. Adam. Intentional meaning I wanted to grow and learn and also appreciate them by talking and investing. Investing to relationships is the, one of the biggest things I've, I've definitely learned for sure. through the years and being intentional, not what can I get out of it, it's what can I do for you. Exactly. And Northwest Arkansas is growing. It is unbelievable. We have great businesses here, one of the best universities in the United States. For sure, even though I didn't attend it, I admire it very much. So I want to give a shout out to my friend, Dr. Matt Waller. Keep doing a great job at the U of A, my friend. Um, and so there's so much going on. And to have Latinx and A in a community like Northwest Arkansas with the businesses and the real estate and everything going on, it's great because there's a huge Latino population in Northwest Arkansas. Sure. And they make up a very, very vital part of the workforce for some of the big companies. And especially in academia, you know, U of A and the high schools, we're going in different directions, not the typical traditional jobs like manufacturing and, and manual labor, but we're also going into education, uh, mathematics, science, banking and all. So th we are, we, we have a big footprint here. And Latinx and A, I believe, will help connect the bridge for many Latinos who may not think, well, I can't do this, I can't do that, or I can't do so-and-so. Well, you have some great representation between the leaders that serve on Latinx and A as well as the staff that serve to perform. So we're going to gap the bridge so we can encourage those who are afraid or timid or don't think it can be done. It will be done. And they will always learn how not to do things for me. So that's always good. And, and I've been doing that the last few times I've talked to people. You'll always learn what not to do for me. I mean, I do good things. Don't get me wrong. You know, I, I'm, I've gotten degrees. I've even had a girl marry me. So I've done something right. There we go. But believe me, the, the wrong you will learn, but then we can take that wrong and 
figure out how to do it right for the next time. Yeah, so. and that's a lot of what served performance too, right, is is learning and, and stepping forward and moving forward. And that's a lot of what Latinx and A has become too, is, you know, building up this community and this culture, but also supporting each other and standing beside each other. Um, and I think that's what's so appealing. Um, and I think that's what's so cool and so unique about it. And I think that's why it has the opportunity to impact so many people in this area. So we talked a little bit about on the impact video, how it's impacted you specifically. Um, how do you think it's impacted this community? I think it's brought awareness for companies to figure out how to, well, not incentivize, but how to empower their minority workforce to not just settle for an entry-level job. For sure. How to keep your options open, don't be afraid to take chances. But also, I think one of the biggest things is learn how to navigate. So if you're in a corporate setting like a J.B. Hunt, a Walmart, or a Tyson, don't be discouraged because leadership isn't doesn't have your skin color, but instead, learn how to make the right relationships with the right people. Not every executive or leader lives by a high principle and moral standard. So if you're a person with principle and conviction, then you definitely want to find the right people in the workplace For sure. that, that you can connect with, that identify and connect with you. And those people can help and guide you. And I had some of those people at J.B. Hunt that were great leaders. They've been in the industry for a while. They're very well respected in their field and in their teams. And they've taught me really great things. Now, are they in the same seg- were they in the same segment as me? No. However, they've been at JB Hunt for a while, and so they know how things work, how leaders operate, what will get people to get behind you, and what will quickly get you in trouble. And so when you learn how to navigate through the, the corporate culture, the highs and the lows, that's the key. And I think the biggest takeaway that Giselle Ruiz said at the Empowerment Forum in the spring of uh, 2020 was, the work has got to speak. I've always been the person I'll do the activities, but the work may not necessarily be there. But through the years I've learned, the work has to be there with the extracurricular. Sometimes the extracurricular may not even exist so that the work can get there. And so there have been times where I've had to pause the extracurricular so that I can focus on what I've been called to do, which is provide a service and do a really good job at it. And so with that being said, learning to navigate and learning who to talk to and learning what you need to do is going to be key. So I think that's what Latinx and A does. It says, don't be afraid to go to a director or VP, have a meeting with them, and get to know them. They get to know you. And then you tell them, this is what I'm thinking I'm wanting to do. How does that look like based on where I'm at and based on what you know about the uh, company? And so that that applies for anywhere in, in the corporate setting. Obviously, in smaller businesses, it's a different ball game because promotion may be a little harder, but you still want to learn how to navigate through the right relationships and and really work through the culture because that's the big thing it's learning to adjust if you if you have a new job like i i've I've got a new role and new company and all so still learning how to find where how i fit and also adjusting to culture is important because that's the thing i'm not saying forget who you are and change completely i'm saying you can still be you but know when to turn you on and know when it's right to speak up when it's when it's not right to speak up and when it's time to integrate those different things you do, because that's one of the biggest things I'm learning right now, and I'm still a young kid, according to most search perform leaders. <laughs> but 
that's the thing. It's learning. So it's like in sports. You know, I used to coach high school football, and one of the biggest things you learn is understanding the other team, understanding what's going on, and always keep your head on a swivel. Sure. When you keep your head on a swivel, you're going to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. You're going to know how to respond and react. And I think Latinx NA is going to help many professionals, not only Latinos, but others, if you're the introverted type or the outgoing person who, for some reason, can't lock in those key relationships, you're going to learn maybe what's going on. I mean, uh, Form has great tools and resources, and I know that some of the leaders that Latinx NA has, executives and, and non-executives, they're going to offer a lot of insight For sure. on how to really fine-tune you as a person within your organization. Yeah, and I think that's another cool thing about Latinx and A, right? It empowers, it, it, it advances people, it helps them understand, it helps them learn. And it's not just people who are Latino, you know? That's the cool part. I am a white Caucasian woman and I've already learned so much about the Latin culture just being involved with the videos I've done for Latinx and A or being involved with sitting here talking to you. You know, and I think that's the important part of our culture nowadays, an um, important part of our society nowadays is informing and teaching and learning and knowing that, you know, I respect you 100 percent and what you've been through, but vice versa as well. Um, and I think that's the cool part of Latinx now. You know, we're empowering this Latin culture and this Latin community in this area. And, and I think that's that's something that's needed to be done for a very long time. And that's something that's that's been needed in this area specifically, for sure, especially with the big three companies, J.B. Hunt, Tyson, Walmart, all being in these areas. How do you think Latinx and A and Serve to Perform helped prepare you for more of that leadership role that you're in now? Well, I think one of the biggest things is don't rush into a decision think about it and let's talk through it. So I do not have all the answers to life and the problems, which it may shock some. It actually doesn't shock me, but it may shock some. And so having the opportunity to talk to the Dr. Adams, the Vince Chapas, the Raymond Arroyos who have walked life before me and have seen a lot of life and have seen things I haven't seen or have seen things that I don't know the answers to, that has been invaluable. The biggest thing is the relationships and the wisdom that I get from those individuals that are willing to talk with me, even Manny, I've talked with Manny a handful of times, and he's just a great guy willing to help. And so the information and the wisdom within the resources of Latinx and I have been amazing. They have been unbelievable. And it's been great to work with individuals like Megan. I've worked with her a good amount, as well as Mallory, who is a rock star. And she is the real deal. So yeah, give, a shout, give a shout out to Mallory and Carol as well. <laughs> um, sweet. So anything else? Do you have any final words you maybe want to say about Latinx Nay or maybe about Surf Reform or yes. what more of what it's done for you or anything Absolutely. like that? We need to get more people in Latinx Nay. And we're going to work hard to recruit solid, solid young Latino professionals from all academic walks to get them here eventually. Even if you're not a business person, the experience of an event or the opportunity to talk to a professional who's done a lot of life for the most part is key. The, the information, and then obviously what can one do in return? Like I don't have much to give to these wonderful individuals I mentioned, but what I can do in a form of giving, you know, I can't take them out for dinner or repay them for all the wonderful information you gave me is just by interacting with them supporting them through social media and attending events and that's one way to give back because you're like well i don't have all the funds or i don't have this resource that resource that's okay 
sometimes just being present and intentional and appreciating the relationship and not trying to leverage it for personal gain alone is a helpful way to give back to that individual. I think that's the other thing is how do you give back to someone who you really can give back to for financially? Sure. Yeah. That's a big one. It's just simple. Be present, be real, and don't do anything to jeopardize the relationship and, and it'll work out. Yeah, for sure. Thank you again, Jose, so much for joining us here on the Serve to Perform podcast. We appreciate your insight. We appreciate your time more than anything. And we thank you so much for joining us. All right. So now we are joined with Ari Newworth. Ari, thank you so much for joining us here today on the Serve to Perform podcast. If you will just go ahead and start with telling us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing with J.B. Hunt, and just a little bit about your family life. Yes, I am. I work at JB Hunt. I'm a client manager and moving to a, into a sales role, which I'm very excited. I was born and raised in Mexico City for 29 years of my life. Yeah. Coming into the states and married an American was definitely not in my in my you know in my plans. But I've been here in the states for overall eight years. Okay. And I have two kids. I'm married to an American guy that also works at JB Hunt. And I have two beautiful kids, Valentina and Patricio, which they are seven and five. So cool. What do you do within JB Hunt? I'm currently a client manager, and I'm really the advocate of the customer inside JB Hunt. And I'm transitioning to a sales role, which is very exciting because I'm going to have the opportunity to grow, to yeah. challenge myself, and to speak to more customers about the cool things that JB Hunt is doing right now. So cool. Yeah. And as I can tell, you you like the people interaction. So that's why you'll I be good at that it. new yes. role. <laughs> For sure. So tell us a little bit, little bit about your role as a SEAL team lead with um, Latinx and A. Yes, um, that, that's a very exciting role. It has given me the opportunity to connect and collaborate with the other Latino uh, leaders and contacts here in Northwest Arkansas. So it's been a great ride. I've been meeting with uh, uh, great people and has been given the opportunity to work my, my leadership skills and just my influence skills. So not only in my company, but within the community. So sure. that has been pretty cool. Yeah. What does it mean to you to be a SEAL team lead? I think it's it's a it's a big responsibility and it's a commitment to my community and to my other you know Latino paisanos here in Northwest Arkansas. I'm excited to to develop myself more and to learn about others. Um, you know, like not only with what I'm doing currently at, at JV Hunt. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, I. You know, I've been with S2P now for almost a month full time, which is crazy that it's flown by like that. But the most that I've gotten to learn about Latinx and A and just what I've gotten to be involved with has been so cool to me um, and so, so impactful because what you guys are doing, what you guys are doing with Latinx and A to empower this Latin culture in this area is just so it's important and it's been needed 100% for a very long time. And so it's really cool to be able to see that kind of put into action and get to meet people like you who are working at JV Hunt, getting to, you know, build this culture, build a community really around the Latinx Nay um, projects that you guys are being put on. So how did you get started with Latinx Nay? Did you know Adam and then just kind of spurred on from there? I know we talked to Jose and Jose was like, yeah, I knew Adam. And then it just kind of fell through or happened like that. I met Mallory and then just kind of jumped right on into it. So how did you get involved? Yes, well, it was it was really through J.B. Hunt. I know Mallory, she, she used to work at J.B. Hunt. And I think Adam has a great relationship inside our organization. Um, J.B. Hunt right now is also really, really pouring into into 
the Latin community to the Hispanic community because you know we are very diverse and we, we like inclusivity. So that's how I met Adam and, and I, I, I'm part of the lead ERG, that Latino ERG, Latinos Engaging, Advising and, and Developing within our organization. So that's how that connection happened. So it's been a great, a great opportunity to, to expand and to empower the Latino talent you know, everywhere with, with JB Hunt, with the community, with other companies and, and just raise that voice for, for the Latinos. Yeah. How important do you think Latin XNA is for this community? I think it's really important. It's, it's, it's really, Latinx and A really leaves uh, truth to their mission, which is empowering and, and elevating Latino. Um, it's an opportunity that gives us, Latinx and A gives us opportunity to connect, to collaborate, to engage with each other in a very inclusive environment. So that is very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And being able to be involved with that. Right. And being able to firsthand say, I've seen this impact people and it's impacted me. Right. Yes. Um, is the coolest part. I think that's that's probably what that's what I would say. You I know, mean, accelerating. It, it's helping every every Latino in northwest Arkansas to accelerate their development. So yeah. I think that's very important. For sure. For sure. Um, what was your favorite event event about or that you've been a part of with Latinx and A so far? I think that well, I mean, I've been doing a little bit of everything, but I think that the forums, mm -hmm. and I, again, we miss being together around yeah. each other, and you know, the Latino culture is about hugs and just that, like camaraderie, affectionate. So that was very exciting, and just listening, the opportunity of listening to amazing leaders in Northwest Arkansas and the community from different companies, yeah. and learn from them. I think that's that's very valuable, and and understanding and knowing that that um, a lot of companies and a lot of people are really joining us in, into the, the Latino empowerment. For sure, yeah. How important has Latinx A been for your professional career? Like I mentioned before, uh, the opportunity to develop those project management skills, influence skills, leadership skills, um, where I serve, you know, so that's, that's, that's been great. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. How do you feel that Latin XNA has impacted this community? Kind of like what we talked about in the impact video that we recorded with you over zoom. Um, if you want to elaborate a little bit more on that, we can go into depth. Yes. Um, the, the value of connecting and, you know, like when we were talking a little bit before connecting and collaborating within each other, I think that, you know, that the inclusive environment that Latin XNA has provided, not only, I think even for the Latino culture, for everybody in this community, everybody in Northwest Arkansas is important for yes. sure. Yeah. Yes. And, and I think that's, that is the, the inclusive environment and just letting other Latinos know that they're not alone in this community, right? And building that empowerment and building that community more than anything, I think is the biggest deal. Um, and just a little bit I've gotten to know Mallory and a little bit I've gotten to know Carol and, and Ari now and Jose. It's like and, that awareness, right? Yes, for sure. Yes. Um, and having that awareness and building that awareness and continuing to grow. Yes. You know, and I think it'll be a little different being all virtual with everything this year, but I think it'll be just as impactful. Yeah, and we um, cannot just... We cannot just sit down and this is not going to be something that is going to make us sit down and, you know, not continue to with our efforts. Yeah. We need to make sure that doesn't matter. We need to we need to keep strong. I need to invite everybody to join to, to For sure. you know, to empower everybody, yeah. uh, especially the Latino culture, which, of course, I'm 
as a Mexican, I love to celebrate my heritage and, and where I come from. So. For sure. How cool is it to see that you're doing this with Latinx and A and to be able to tell your children about that? Wow, that's, that, that, that's very fun to my heart. Uh, one of the things that, I'm, that I want to make sure that um, I raise my kids with, with my heritage, with my culture, with that awareness right it's it's funny because my kids don't look like me they look like my husband but they they are they are half mexicans and i want to make to make sure that they are feel proud that they understand their culture that they love their culture and that they bring that diversity and that inclusion wherever they go yeah and that they empower that culture yes. right and that that is them and that yes. they're uniquely because them. That's who they are, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And that's the cool part, right? That's yes. the cool part. We've talked a lot about being inclusive and empowering and, and, you know, knowing the importance of who you are. But I think it starts so early. And to be able to yes. see you having this impact with Latinx and A. It starts within our families. It starts yes. with that awareness within our nucleus, our family, our, our, you know, our friends, our close circles. And then it grows yeah. to our jobs, our community, you know, and hopefully everywhere. Yeah. And to be able to see you doing that with your children is so cool. And that's so important, right? Because yes. when they're in their, their classrooms or they're with their peers, they're able to say, yeah, I know who I am and, and I love who I am, right? Yes. And to be able to empower themselves. I think that's just the coolest thing ever. I know. I, I, it's very important to me. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm excited that I'm also working super hard to make sure that they speak the language, they speak Spanish, that, you know, like they, they, they feel very proud of their heritage. For sure. And, and that's the cool part. I think that's what's really unique to Latinx and A is the empowerment and knowing, you know, be who you are and love who you are because you have a group of people around you supporting you and including you and in, in, in promoting you and everything that they can do. For sure. I think that's so cool. Your energy is contagious, and that's the cool oh, part. thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. And that's so why... <laughs> I hope it sounds good. <laughs> no, it does. It sounds so good. And, and that's, that's the unique part, right? You know, me having a conversation with Jose was completely different than me having a conversation <laughs> with you, but that's the cool part. Yes. Um, and that's, that's the unique part of Latinx and A. You know, getting to meet these people and getting to meet diverse groups of people who at the same time are all very much alike, and they might not even know it. Um, you know, and I think that's what's so unique. I think that's what's so individual. And I think that's what's so important for this area specifically, um, especially being a Southern state, you know, knowing that Latinx and A is important in this community could empower and build up a lot. Recognizing the strength of the Latino community. I think that's definitely so important. For sure. Because we recognize each other and we help each other to, su to succeed and to accomplish greater things outside of of our, of our little, um, you know, like environment. For sure. For sure. And that's, that's what's so cool, right? Having Latinx and A as a forum to dive into, as an outlet to go to, as a group to say, Hey, I'm going to help you succeed just as much as you're going to help me succeed. I think that is, that's what's so unique about it. And I think that's, what's important, you know, and the more and more we grow and the more and more Carol and Mallory put into this, you know, it's just amazing. And it's, it's, it's so unique and it's so cool. So looking back on 2020, what areas do we look forward to grow in when it comes to Latinx and A? For 2021, I, I just I just wish that um, Latinx and A keeps like keeps inspiring us. Like it inspired me to 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 move forward with this awareness, this recognition, this empowerment. 
You know, nothing is going to stop us, not even in, in, in this virtual world. Hopefully by 2021, we can be together again and sitting face to face and, and, and feel each other. But, but it has to keep going. And we need people to, to, to join us and to feel excited about it. Because this, this goes beyond, beyond the superficial. It goes, it goes back to our hearts and, and what do we want for our, for our kids and the future. So I'm very excited about 2021 and I am, I'm happy to be part of this and, and to help Latinx NA uh, inspiring other, other people, other Latinos and not Latinos to, to join to this amazing, amazing uh, forum and, 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 and group because everybody's amazing in Latinx and it's been it's been um, great knowing knowing these beautiful hearts behind Latinx and Yeah, yeah. How important is an empowerment forum in a time that we're all virtual, where we can't have those authentic interactions every day at the workplace or in public? How important? It's more relevant than ever. Yeah. This is where we need to just keep pushing and push harder. Yeah. Because you know, like. In this, you know, where everybody in, in a virtual environment, it, it just, you know, it gets a little bit, you know, tough. Mm-hmm. It's 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 hard to get across a message when when you know sometimes you're you're behind a computer, but but still the heart. I think when when there's a true message and and it's felt through the heart, it doesn't matter if it's a computer or if it's face to face. Like I think I can feel it. So hopefully everybody can feel it too. Yeah, I love it. All right. Ari, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate your insight and your awesome words. It was a pleasure getting to hear from you and getting to hear from all of your insight and wisdom. We appreciate your time. And thank you to all of you listeners out there who are paying attention and wanting to learn and grow as individuals. That is really the only reason that you would be listening to our Serve to Perform podcast. And so we really appreciate the listen. Stay tuned for next week's episode where we will talk with David Collins about servant leadership. And don't forget to engage with us on all social media platforms this week and show us how you serve to perform in your communities.